Hey guys, how's it going? This is Chris, and this is another episode of Creatively Speaking, where we talk all forms of creative business. Now, this episode is going to talk about creative business, but not the typical creative business that you tend to hear day in and day out, and that is about flipping. Now, am I talking house flipping? No, that's boring. It's comic book flipping. Now, I know a little bit about comic books because I've been collecting comic books for the past 40 years. And uh, when I was a little kid, it was really kind of not the cool thing to talk about in regards to that you read or collect comic books. But now in the age of Marvel movies and superhero movies being in the mainstream, now comic books are actually a cool thing. It's not a rare thing to go into a comic book store and you see all different forms uh, well, not all different from all different ages of people going to comic book stores, men and women, uh, collecting comic books, looking for comic books, uh, investing in comic books. So it's now become its own uh, form of art investing. If that sounds kind of weird, and comic books, quite quite frankly, in regards to what we do as a business uh, of doing cash hunt, which is our you know premium scavenger hunt business for the past 18 years, comic books have been a big inspiration in regards to what our game materials look like. Um, so we really kind of appreciate that artwork, or I personally appreciate that artwork, and I kind of melted in into the game materials um, that our players get when they play our games. But as far as comic book flipping, that's something that I want to talk about because, and throw a little caution in the wind, you know, a lot of people have kind of caught wind of you know, comic books and kind of looked at them more as art pieces and have gone on to eBay and seen hundreds of dollars being exchanged, sometimes even thousands of dollars exchanged um, in regards to comic books. And does it exist? Of course. I mean, uh, they wouldn't be, be selling for that amount of money if it wasn't a serious side hustle. Well, the key thing about it is What I want to talk about for those that are interested in comic book investing and collecting, but pretty much investing and flipping, let me tell you this. Comic book investing and flipping is all based on impulse. And with that being said, it kind of comes down to who was the artist, what was, uh, who was the writer, um what first appearance of a particular character came about. All different forms of uh, variables that can make a comic book very valuable. But nowadays, it's a scenario where if Marvel slash Disney makes an announcement of an upcoming movie that they're going to create in two or three years, and it's going to be based on you know, such and such a character, even a character that you might not have even heard of, automatically that comic book, uh, as far as a first appearance of that particular character that they are going to develop a film on in the next couple of years, spikes. And when I say it spikes, it could spike a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars, maybe even a thousand, two thousand dollars, depending on the condition of the booklet. And that person's origin uh, could be uh, a first issue of a book that came out 40 years ago. So, you know, prior to, say, a movie studio making that announcement, that comic book, you know, might not have been as valuable. Uh, might have been still expensive, especially if the book was, uh, you know, came out in the 60s. But once that announcement comes about, 
boom, it shoots right up. So it's an emotional type of purchase. The factor of it is, is that these movie studios have taken obscure characters and uh, made them into mainstream. For example, you know, when you ask somebody, stop somebody on the street and say, you know, name us three superheroes, pretty much they're going to tell you Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. That's pretty much just the given staples. About 10 years ago, you said Iron Man, no one knows what what you're talking about, uh, or the Guardians of the Galaxy. But nowadays, people know what you're talking about. Guardians of the Galaxy, you could get a first appearance of them years before the movie came out. And it was pretty much, it might have cost a few bucks, but it wasn't expensive. Now try to get a Guardians of the Galaxy issue one or the first appearance, and it's going to cost you a few hundred bucks. But the key thing about it is, if you're serious about it, you need to do your homework. Um, You've got to study a lot of variables. Um, Like if there is a particular character that you are want to collect and flip based on speculation, go ahead, do that. But keep in mind, really watch it when you do it. For example, let's say a movie studio... Uh, like Marvel just made an announcement that in 2020 they're going to make uh, a Submariner uh, which is an old uh, hero back literally about 50, 60 years old and that they're going to go into development and they're going to create a movie that is scheduled to release in you know uh, 2020 now at that particular point everyone's going to go look for that Submariner you know, number one or first origin, that book is going to spike immediately. But what I would do, the smart investor would do this. If you have that issue, more power to you. You're going to make a lot of money. For those that are do not have, let's say, that particular issue in this particular example, people will literally go onto eBay and buy a high price issue in pretty much not that great of condition my advice wait guys wait a week wait two weeks wait a month let everything simmer down and see pretty much how that uh, book does after a couple of months because keep in mind it takes a long time to create a movie and specifically for it to be released so you should make a little list of what books that you want and even go by rumors and go by speculation and wait a little time and then purchase it because I will guarantee you that the price will drop. Buy it at that particular point. When the movie comes out in two years, then sell it. And when you sell it, you're going to get a lot of money for it, especially if the movie does well. If the movie does well, it's going to shoot right up. So that's the key thing on, you know, really playing that uh, intelligently as far as a comic book flip. Now, if you want to hold on to the booklet, excuse me, the booklet, uh, if you want to hold on to the comic book and put it into your private collection, go right ahead. Keep it in there. Maybe it will gain value throughout the years after the movies have... um, past, you know, maybe the value goes even higher. It depends on the popularity of the character. 
uh, there are some grading systems out there. Now, grading systems means what? A grading system, there's a, a company called CGC, and there's some other ones as well, that basically you would send your comic book in, and they would inspect the comic book in regards to if there's any bends in the spine, rips, uh, if there's any discoloration in the paper, uh, just a variety of different types of things that they look for, and then they put it into, literally lock it up in plastic and put a grade on it. Ultimately, uh, once they put a grade, obviously if the grade is higher, then at that particular point that you know, the value of that booklet skyrockets. If the if the value is lower, then maybe not as much. Again, depending on the book. If you have an amazing Spider-Man number one, I don't care if there's even a, a little rip on the top right corner of it, it's still an amazing Spider-Man number one. It will uh, shoot up in value regardless because that is kind of one of the holy grails in comic books. Um, if you want to hold on to it, I personally, if I ever had an Amazing Spider-Man number one and had it graded, I would actually put it in my personal collection and uh, probably pass it down because that book right now is uh, about a 50-plus-year-old book and uh, it's just going to continue gain on value. The other thing to keep in mind is recently, when I say recently, a few days ago, there was a book... Uh, that just came out uh, on Wednesday, which would have been September 19th of this year. It was called. It is called Batman Damned, and it is part of what they call a Black Label series. It's a brand new series that the publisher, which is DC Comics, came up with. It is basically geared for mature readers. And it's basically a Batman movie. It is a gorgeous book. It's not the typical size of a comic book. It's actually more of a magazine size. But that book, in a matter of 24 hours, spiked. That book, just to give you an idea, on the on the uh, newsstands, uh, was a is a seven dollar cover price. A typical comic book is usually about about three bucks or four bucks. But being that this is a special type of uh, issue I mean the the artwork is phenomenal the story is okay but that's not the press that this particular book got why this book had some press on it is because believe it or not it showed Bruce Wayne's privates yep in two panels of that book it made mainstream news and all of a sudden that book spiked now did it spike because of the private parts? No. It was that the publisher realized that they made a mistake by doing that. So they were going they are going to do a reprint and shadow out those panels of where his privates would be. Automatically by making that announcement, it makes the owners of the original uncensored version of that comic uh, a collector's item, and then it spikes. So everybody was going, has been going to these comic book stores to get this book. Now, the comic book stores are pretty intelligent. They're not going to sell it now for $7, the cover price. Now they're selling it for $20, $30. Now, why is that? Well, 
it's because if you go on to eBay and you get these and you look up this particular book, you'll notice that they're selling for about ninety to a hundred dollars, even sometimes even going over a hundred dollars. So the key factor of it is people are buying it on investment. Now, if you are lucky enough to get it, great. Should you flip it? I would probably say if you want to, go right ahead. Um, are a lot of people flipping that book? Oh yeah, absolutely. The smart the smart purchaser would do this. They should buy a copy in their collection and flip the other. The factor of it is, it will definitely pay off uh, the initial purchase. Even if you found that book at a comic book store and they upgraded it for about 20 bucks, I'd still buy it. Especially if you're gonna flip it for 100 bucks. If you get it graded, it's gonna go for about 200, $300 easy. But the key factor of it is, is if you're gonna do it, do it now. The factor why is because it might lose some steam, like I mentioned on that example uh, a few moments ago. The factor of it is, is also that you can't find this booklet, or this comic, if you wanna call it that, because everyone's sold out. The demand becomes even greater. So it is the old adage of supply and demand, for sure. So, um, so, what I always say, throw caution in the wind. You know, don't go into a comic book store and buy an issue for like 50 or 60 bucks uh, to go uh, and flip it just because the comic book store decided to go higher on it. The other thing not to do is um, go on to eBay and if you got it, like I said, sell it. But don't go buy it for that ridiculous amount of money. Uh, you know, if it's like a $100 book, wait, wait, wait. And if you wait, you're going to might and I can't say anything about this, but it might drop. And if it does drop and the luster of the news, you know, uh, kind of subsides, then buy it. Maybe it'll drop. But it's on speculation. A lot of people will do this as well. Um, study YouTube, you know, listen to these uh, professional comic book collectors that know what they're talking about. Study eBay. Look at uh, completed sales. Look, you know, if there's a particular book that you want, uh, really study it. Don't be an impulse buyer. You know, like study the booklet. In, I mean, study the, the book as how well it's been selling. What's the average price of the sale? Um, you know, now on eBay, you can make offers to the buyer, I mean, to the seller. And uh, you might get a book for a really uh, good amount, raw. And when I say raw, it, in the factor of it not being graded. And then if you want, grade it. And then, the, like I said, the value is goes up. So really do your homework. Don't impulse buy. Do your homework. And by doing that, you'll uh, establish a good collection. And if you want to get into comic book flipping, it's not a bad thing, but you have to be smart. Do not... Uh, you know, do not have buyer's remorse. You know, if by doing your studying and doing your homework and studying the, you know, uh, the trajectory of a particular book, uh, it will make you a smart purchase. And uh, believe it or not, there are some people that do that on a side hustle and do well on that. So you don't want to buy a book that is well overpriced because you have to cover that cost and try to sell it. So that's all I wanted to talk about in, in regards to comic book flipping. It is a, a really uh, cool thing. Uh, it is pretty much your flipping art, if anything. Another thing that people will do, I just want to throw this in uh, as well because I do this. Um, go on to eBay and type in 
first appearances under comics. And you're going to see a bunch of uh, comic book first appearances. Uh, primarily look at Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man is, you know, that those volumes of comic books have uh, had many upon many of different uh, well-named, household-named uh, characters that have been have debuted in those volumes. Venom, Green Goblin, uh, it, it just. Miles Morales. Some of you are going to know what I'm talking about. Many of you might not. But the factor of it is, is really study that. Also study uh, rumors in regards to what is Marvel Studios? What's their next, you know, what where, where could be the next movies that they might uh, want to create? And they might decide to pick an obscure character. Look at the rumors. Go by the speculation rumors. Because a lot of those things go under the radar and people aren't looking for them. So you could buy a particular uh, book of a first appearance going by rumor and speculation and go into a comic book store and get that issue for like five bucks. You never know. It's not a bad thing to do by getting things low, putting them, putting them away in, a, in your little box and uh, you know protecting them, bag them, board them. Um, and uh, protect those books, and uh, you never know what would happen. It only takes one announcement from these movie studios to really skyrocket a book. So, other than that, guys, I wanted to talk about a little bit about comic book flipping because I think it's such a cool little hobby. Um, and but you just got to be uh, intelligent in regards to these purchases, especially in any kind of form of flipping. Uh, again, if it's comic books or if it's houses. Whatever the case might be, you got to do your homework before you do that purchase and then try and flip that. Guys, it's Chris. Again, for another episode of Creatively Speaking. If you want to learn a little bit more about our games on our premium scavenger hunts that are in New England, primarily in Boston, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Charleston, South Carolina, Chicago, Philadelphia, Louisville, Kentucky, and believe it or not, we're even overseas in Iraq, Leon, Crete, in the country of Greece. Feel free and go on to our website, cashhunt, C-A-S-H-U-N-T dot com. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk soon. Hey, guys, how's it going? This is Chris, and this is another episode of Creatively Speaking, where we talk all forms of creative business. Now, this episode is going to talk about creative business, but not the typical creative business that you tend to hear day in and day out, and that is about flipping. Now, am I talking house flipping? No, that's boring. It's comic book flipping. Now, I know a little bit about comic books because I've been collecting comic books for the past 40 years. And uh, when I was a little kid, it was really kind of not the cool thing to talk about in regards to that you read or collect comic books. But now in the age of Marvel movies and superhero movies being in the mainstream, now comic books are actually a cool thing. It's not a rare thing to go into a comic book store and you see all different forms uh, well, not all different from all different ages of people going to comic book stores, men and women, uh, collecting comic books, looking for comic books, uh, investing in comic books. So, it's now become its own uh, form of art investing. If that sounds kind of weird, and comic books, quite quite frankly, in regards to what we do as a business uh, of doing cash hunt, which is our you know premium scavenger hunt. 
business for the past 18 years, comic books have been a big inspiration in regards to what our game materials look like. Um, so we really kind of appreciate that artwork, or I personally appreciate that artwork, and I kind of melt it in into the game materials um, that our players get when they play our games. But as far as comic book flipping, that's something that I want to talk about because and throw a little caution in the wind. You know, a lot of people have kind of got wind of, you know, comic books and kind of looked at them more as art pieces and have gone on to eBay and seen hundreds of dollars being exchanged, sometimes even thousands of dollars exchanged um, in regards to comic books. And does it exist? Of course. I mean, uh, they wouldn't be, be selling for that amount of money if it wasn't a serious side hustle. Well, the key thing about it is what I want to talk about for those that are interested in comic book investing and collecting, but pretty much investing and flipping. Let me tell you this. Comic book investing and flipping is all based on impulse. And with that being said, it kind of comes down to who was the artist, what was, uh, who was the writer, um, what first appearance of a particular character came about. All different forms of uh, variables that can make a comic book very valuable. But nowadays, it's a scenario where if Marvel slash Disney uh, makes an announcement of an upcoming movie that they're going to create in two or three years, and it's going to be based on you know, such and such a character, even a character that you might not have even heard of, automatically that comic book, uh, as far as a first appearance of that particular character that they are going to develop a film on in the next couple of years, spikes. And when I say it spikes, it could spike a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars, maybe even a thousand, two thousand dollars, depending on the condition of the booklet. And that person's origin uh, could be uh, a first issue of a book that came out 40 years ago. So, you know, prior to, let's say, a movie studio making that announcement, that comic book, you know, might not have been as valuable. Uh, might have been still expensive, especially if the book was, uh, you know, came out in the 60s. But once that announcement comes about, boom, it shoots right up. So it's an emotional type of purchase. The factor of it is, is that these movie studios have taken obscure characters and uh, made them into mainstream. For example, you know, when you ask somebody, stop somebody on the street and say, you know, name us three superheroes, pretty much they're going to tell you Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. That's pretty much just the given staples. About 10 years ago, you said Iron Man, no one knows what what you're talking about, uh, or the Guardians of the Galaxy. But nowadays people know what you're talking about guardians of the galaxy you could get a first appearance of them years before the movie came out and it was pretty much might have cost a few bucks but it wasn't expensive now try to get a guardians of the galaxy issue one or the first appearance and it's going to cost you a few hundred bucks but the key thing about it is if you're serious about it you need to do your homework um you got to study a lot of variables um like if there is a particular character that you are uh, want to collect and flip based on speculation, go ahead, do that. But keep in mind, really 
watch it when you do it. For example, let's say a movie studio, uh, like Marvel just made an announcement that in 2020, they're going to make uh, a Submariner, uh, which is an old uh, hero back literally about 50, 60 years old. And that they're going to go into development and they're going to create a movie that is scheduled to release in you know, uh, 2020. Now, at that particular point, everyone's going to go look for that Submariner, you know, number one or first origin. That book is going to spike immediately. But what I would do, the smart investor would do this. If you have that issue, more power to you. You're going to make a lot of money. For those that are do not have, let's say, that particular issue in this particular example... People will literally go onto eBay and buy a high price issue in pretty much not that great of condition. My advice, wait guys. Wait a week. Wait two weeks. Wait a month. Let everything simmer down and see pretty much how that uh, book does after a couple of months. Because keep in mind, it takes a long time to create a movie. And specifically for it to be released. So you should make a little list of what books that you want. And even go by rumors and go by speculation. And wait a little time and then purchase it. Because I will guarantee you that the price will drop. Buy it at that particular point. When the movie comes out in two years. Then sell it. And when you sell it, you're going to get... A lot of money for it especially if the movie does well if the movie does well it's gonna shoot right up so that's the key thing on you know really playing that uh, intelligently as far as a comic book flip now if you want to hold on to the booklet excuse me the booklet uh, if you want to hold on to the comic book and put it into your private collection go right ahead Keep it in there. Maybe it will gain value throughout the years. After the movies have um, passed, you know, maybe the value goes even higher. It depends on the popularity of the character. Uh, there are some grading systems out there. Now, grading systems means what? A grading system, there's a, a company called CGC, and there's some other ones as well, that basically you would send your comic book in, and they would inspect the comic book in regards to if there's any bends in the spine, rips, uh, if there's any discoloration in the paper, uh, just a variety of different types of things that they look for. And then they put it into, literally lock it up in plastic and put a grade on it. Ultimately, uh, once they put a grade, obviously if the grade is higher, then at that particular point that you know, the value of that booklet skyrockets. If the if the value is lower, then maybe not as much. Again, depending on the book. If you have an amazing Spider-Man number one, I don't care if there's even a, a little rip on the top right corner of it, it's still an amazing Spider-Man number one. It will uh, shoot up in value regardless because that is kind of one of the holy grails in comic books. Um, if you want to hold on to it, I personally, if I ever had an amazing Spider-Man number one and had it graded, I would actually put it in my personal collection and uh, 
probably pass it down because that book right now is uh, about a 50 plus year old book and uh, it's just going to continue gain on value. The other thing to keep in mind is recently, when I say recently, a few days ago, there was a book uh, that just came out uh, on Wednesday, which would have been September 19th of this year. It was called, it is called Batman Damned. And it is part of what they call a black label series. It's a brand new series that the publisher, which is DC Comics, came up with. It is basically geared for mature readers. And it's basically a Batman movie. It is a gorgeous book. It's not the typical size of a comic book. It's actually more of a magazine size. But that book, in a matter of 24 hours, spiked. That book, just to give you an idea, on the on the uh, newsstands, uh, was a is a seven dollar cover price. A typical comic book is usually about about three bucks or four bucks. But being that this is a special type of uh, issue, I mean the the artwork is phenomenal. The story is okay, but that's not the press that this particular book got. Why this book had some press on it is because, believe it or not. It showed Bruce Wayne's privates. Yep. In two panels of that book. It made mainstream news. And all of a sudden, that book spiked. Now, did it spike because of the private parts? No. It was that the publisher realized that they made a mistake by doing that. So they they are going to do a reprint and shadow out those panels of where his privates would be automatically by making that announcement it makes the owners of the original uncensored version of that comic uh, a collector's item and then it spikes so everybody was going has been going to these comic book stores to get this book now the comic book stores are pretty intelligent they're not going to sell it now for $7 the cover price. Now they're selling it for $20, $30. Now why is that? Well, it's because if you go on to eBay and you get these and you look up this particular book, you'll notice that they're selling for about $90 to $100. Even sometimes even going over $100. So the key factor of it is people are buying it on investment. Now, if you're lucky enough to get it, great. Should you flip it? I would probably say if you want to, go right ahead. Um, are a lot of people flipping that book? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The smart the smart purchaser would do this. They should buy a copy in their collection and flip the other. The factor of it is it will definitely pay off uh, the initial purchase. Even if you found that book at a comic book store and they upgraded it for about 20 bucks, I'd still buy it. Especially if you're going to flip it for 100 bucks, If you get it graded, it's going to go for about $200, $300 easy. But the key factor of it is, is if you're going to do it, do it now. The factor of why is because it might lose some steam, like I mentioned on that example uh, a few moments ago. The factor of it is, is also that you can't find this booklet, or this comic, if you want to call it that, because everyone's sold out. The demand becomes even greater. So it is the old adage of supply and demand for sure. So um, so 
what I always say, throw caution in the wind. You know, don't go into a comic book store and buy an issue for like 50 or 60 bucks uh, to go uh, and flip it just because the comic book store decided to go higher on it. The other thing not to do is um, go on to eBay and if you got it, like I said, sell it. But don't go buy it for that ridiculous amount of money. Uh, you know, if it's like a $100 book, wait, wait, wait. And if you wait, you're going to might, and I can't say anything about this, but it might drop. And if it does drop and the luster of the news, you know, uh, kind of subsides, then buy it. Maybe it'll drop. But it's on speculation. A lot of people will do this as well. Um, study YouTube, you know, listen to these uh, professional comic book collectors that know what they're talking about. Study eBay, look at uh, completed sales. Look, you know, if there's a particular book that you want, uh, really study it. Don't be an impulse buyer. You know, like study the booklet. In, I mean, study the, the book as how well it's been selling. What's the average price of the sale? Um, you know, now on eBay, you can make offers to the buyer, I mean, to the seller. And uh, you might get a book for a really uh, good amount, raw. And when I say raw, it, in the factor of it not being graded. And then if you want, grade it. And then, the, like I said, the value is goes up. So really do your homework. Don't impulse buy. Do your homework. And by doing that, you'll uh, establish a good collection. And if you want to get into comic book flipping, it's not a bad thing. But you have to be smart. Do not... Uh, you know, do not have buyer's remorse. You know, if by doing your studying and doing your homework and studying the, you know, uh, the trajectory of a particular book, uh, it will make you a smart purchase. And uh, believe it or not, there are some people that do that on a side hustle and do well on that. So you don't want to buy a book that is well overpriced because you have to cover that cost and try to sell it. So that's all I wanted to talk about in, in regards to comic book flipping. It is a, a really uh, cool thing. Uh, it is pretty much your flipping art, if anything. Another thing that people will do, I just want to throw this in uh, as well because I do this. Um, go on to eBay and type in first appearances under comics. And you're going to see a bunch of uh, comic book first appearances. Uh, primarily look at Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man is, you know, that those volumes of comic books have uh, had many upon many of different uh, well-named, household-named uh, characters that have been have debuted in those volumes. Venom, Green Goblin, uh, it, it just. Miles Morales. Some of you are going to know what I'm talking about. Many of you might not. But the factor of it is, is really study that. Also study uh, rumors in regards to what is Marvel Studios? What's their next, you know, what, what could be the next movies that they might uh, want to create? And they might decide to pick an obscure character. Look at the rumors. Go by the speculation rumors. Because a lot of those things go under the radar and people aren't looking for them. So you could buy a particular uh, book of a first appearance going by rumor and speculation and go into a comic book store and get that issue for like five bucks. You never know. It's not a bad thing to do by getting things low 
putting them, putting them away in a, in your little box and, uh, you know, protecting them, bag them, board them, um, and, uh, protect those books. And, uh, you never know what would happen. It only takes one announcement from these movie studios to really skyrocket a book. So other than that, guys, I wanted to talk about a little bit about comic book flipping because I think it's such a cool little hobby. Um, and, but you just got to be, uh, intelligent in regards to these purchases, especially in any kind of form of flipping. Uh, again, if it's comic books or if it's houses, whatever the case might be, you got to do your homework before you do that purchase and then try to flip that. Guys, it's Chris. Again, for another episode of Creatively Speaking, if you want to learn a little bit more about our games on our premium scavenger hunts that are in New England, primarily in Boston, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Charleston, South Carolina, Chicago, Philadelphia, Louisville, Kentucky, and believe it or not, we're even overseas in Iraq, Leon, Crete, in the country of Greece. Feel free and go on to our website, cashhunt.com. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk soon.